this out. Go on, welcome to the Glass Half Full podcast. My name is Steve Twynan. Thanks for joining me. I work here in the UK as a uh, inspirational coach, become known as the Happy Coach, a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm also the founder of Yawa Radio, which is all about well-being and happiness. The Glass Half Full podcast, well, it's all about helping people see the glass half full with inspirational guests from around the world. You may hear something in the podcast that well resonates with you. So sit back and enjoy the Glass Half Full podcast. Now here's a great question for you. How were your school days? Were they good? Indifferent? Well, what about a school beyond limitations? In this week's Glass Half Full, I'm joined by Martina Jeromin, CEO and co-founder of the School Beyond Limitations. I speak to Martina next, right here on this week's Glass Half Full. Now I'm joined on the line today by Martina. Martina, how are you and where are you joining me from? Hello, Steve. Yes, I'm joining you and thank you for inviting me, of course, to this wonderful podcast. I'm joining you from Zurich, Switzerland. However, I'm not Swiss. I'm from Italy. <laughs> right. OK, so there you go. So uh, you, when did you move to Switzerland then? Well, I actually moved to Switzerland again uh, through, uh, five years ago. Uh, after having spent uh, again 17 years in, in, in Milan and previous to that I was already once in Switzerland so it's a kind of you know coming and back experience coming and going experience with Switzerland. Well look we're going to be talking about the, the great thing that you do here with School Beyond Limitations look really exploring what all this is about and um I think it's it's very topical at the minute, isn't it? You know, like here in the UK, I suppose it's been around the world. I don't know. Uh, lots of people have been doing the homeschooling and uh, driving parents mad and uh, children equally, of course. So, so how did the School Beyond Limitations come about and uh, how did you, you know, set it all up? Well, School Beyond Limitations was uh, founded by myself and the co-founder of mine three years ago. Actually, it was designed about three years ago, and then we went into pilot phase. We didn't know anything about coronavirus at the time, <laughs> but it actually grew out of the necessity and the need of families who are traveling the world as online entrepreneurs and as digital nomad entrepreneurs. And of course, you know, I've been working in education for now nearly 40 years. And I've been in the international setting where I was exposed to many um, expat families as well. I was an expat family. I used to be an expat and I'm still an expat family. And, you know, you realize as a, as a family, when you have children, it's not easy to actually uh, move from one country to another country because you always have to leave your school back. You always have to start from scratch again. And there was uh, for sure this need of creating something that would give the students not only continu continuity with regards to the system, because of course you can find British schools all over the world, more or less. You can find IB schools uh, all, all over the world, more or less, you know, but still you have to leave 
the infrastructure back, that's the least, but you leave uh, human beings back. You always leave. And, you know, at the end of the day, the school system, although it's the same, but it's made by people and mm. it's and 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 the human and the human capital so to say makes the difference so i met when i also moved again to zurich and i had to leave my headship position back at the time uh, in the, the italian um, um, part of switzerland i came here and i underwent um, a, a personal uh, professional development in marketing. And at the time I met the co-founder of School Beyond Limitations, this online entrepreneur, Katarina, and she realized uh, which field I was coming from. And she herself had or still has two children and was looking for something that would give herself this kind of continuity. And she approached me and she said, Martina, isn't it possible actually to set up an online school? And I was initially a little bit hesitant mm -hmm. because I thought, how can you actually, you know, uh, really cater online for as, as aspects such as social aspect, you know, social education, emotional education, all these aspects. And then I went into it a little bit more because at the time I was also very much researching in the field mm -hmm. um, of different uh, systems such as the Finnish system. I went on a research, research tour to Finland. I went on a research tour to to the United States because I wanted to find out more about uh, the self-directed learning centers and so forth. And, and after those 35 years of experience in, in capacities and roles such as teaching and lecturing in all the different levels also at university and also having been head of school myself, I also dreamt of something which wasn't in any system, I couldn't find it. And that was the personal uh, development aspect as well. And also this entrepreneurial thinking that I was missing in the systems. It was all, although there are a number of wonderful systems out there, right? But it's, it's still uh, everything tailored towards more standardization, except of Waldorf, of course, and uh, Rudolf Steiner. Mm. And, but even the, those schools, once it goes into secondary school, many schools become much more standardized, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, out of that conversation and out of the idea, what can we do in order to cater for all social, personal, personal development, uh, entrepreneurial development, and pers um, and holistic development? Uh, School Beyond Limitations, our framework has been designed certainly mainly uh, on the basis of my expertise and research. And yes, and then uh, I, I just brought something and we did it in secondary school in the first place. So we started in secondary school and um, starting at the age of 10-ish, mm -hmm. right? And also in integrating this multi-aged uh, approach to learning as well. Uh, why? I always ask myself, why do we categorize students according to their age? Why? Mm -hmm. Why is it? It's, it's not necessarily normal, right? Because we do not have friends only in our, 
uh, with with us, uh, at, at the same age of ourselves. We do not work with people just of the same age. We mingle with many different age ranges, right? And 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 in my capacity of head of school, I introduced systems such as vertical math learning, where we just opened the space to uh, dedicate our math uh, approach to the entire community by mingling the students across the school, you know, across yeah. primary school, across secondary school. And already then I realized, you know, this is so powerful and Montessori is doing it, right? And mm -hmm. then there is the Chetinin system and Chetinin school that is doing it. Um, because the students, so to say, they really learn from one another. So students become uh, their, 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 their respective teachers, their respective say, learners. Martin, they, yeah. I guess they, they'll learn from their peers, won't they? And, exactly. And, and they'll learn social skills from their peers. And, and, and rather than just being in this category that you know, I'm 10 years old, bang, I'm, I'm with a lot of 10 year olds. That's it. How, you know, those social skills um, are so important and those interactions are so important. That's really refreshing. You know, and, and I guess, you know, the standardized thing is, isn't it? You know, you're all in year this, you're all in year that. I mean, my, and my, you know, I don't know what it's like over here in the UK. My, my grandson was born later on in the year. So he's a year behind the 10 year olds. And you go, what is all that about? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I was in a similar situation also as a mother, mm -hmm. because my son or our son, uh, he was born at the end of the school year, as you rightly said. So mm -hmm. he was always, you know, one of the, the oldest, right? And yeah. sometimes he suffered from that because he wanted to do more. And, of course, he uh, encountered great, great uh, teachers as well, who really, you know, gave him the opportunity to open up. But still, you know, I was, uh, it was a fight very often, you know, you had to battle against the system. And I couldn't understand that because how can you just cut the curiosity of a student? If you have a, a student who is cur curious to find out, you know, all about mathematics and you can't cater for this student anymore, for instance, because you are just not in, you know, capable of doing it. Why not opening up the space for the student to, to 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 uh yeah to to learn with with older students or and that's also you know the mor morale and the spirit behind school beyond limitations and you are completely right the social skills they learn with that and not only so this not only the social skills also the communication skills because the students learn so extremely well how to uh, which kind of language they need to use for the younger ones, which mm -hmm. and the younger ones they need, they also start to uh, open towards, you know, aspects they wouldn't even thought about, you know, because just today we also had a conversation with one of our learning and development facilitators. Uh, and, and we have our youngest student, you know, in our secondary school at the moment, he's not even 10 yet, but we accepted him because of certain you know capabilities mm -hmm. and and and, uh, and and he was introducing a very complex you know model of learning a learning template and and we were initially saying no we we use that only for for us for the for the professionals but not for the student because this goes far beyond mm -hmm. 
and and in this situation during the mentor session the the learning and uh, development facilitator said i started to talk about that and the student could understand immediately everything so i just shared it with him and he led me through the through the entire graph you know an entire oh, wow. template and and that's so fascinating you know how wonderful you know you know again how, how without that we just we just put people in boxes and give them labels don't we and you know that's and that wonderful phrase you should be at this point by x well we're all different yes we, we all have we all have different learning experiences we all learn in different ways exactly exactly you know, Steve. you've got the creative people you know and and the you know the the kinetic people that like that you've got the visual people you know and put them all in the same mold is you know there's no wonder what you know why certain people struggle at school i mean i was very creative you know wasn't terrifically academic but i was very creative and, and you know if somebody really built on those skills with me that would have been a completely different learning experience so absolutely exactly yeah, how, how wonderful is that then so you've got the different age groups you've got them mingling yeah you must get this bit like a bit of mentoring coming from the from it doesn't have to be the older ones mentoring the younger ones i guess from what you're describing it could be a younger person mentoring an older person well exactly we do have the body system of course yeah. as well but it's not only you know that's again not fixed you know it's mm. not a set in stone because if we see throughout the year that students just go really well with other with somebody else we always facilitate whatever is possible we also facilitate for instance because as i said before this entrepreneurial thinking right mm. and you were just saying yeah I, I i used to be a creative you're still a creative because that's part of you right yes yeah exactly and we do have a number of creatives also within our school community so what the fascination out of that is and putting entrepreneur entrepreneurial thinking and creativity together is that our students then realize that their talents uh, are not only you know valuable for themselves it's also for the others and so they start uh, to 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 offer clubs for other students you know and 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 they just they just say can we do this and we facilitate that so in the afternoon it's not all led by 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 adult people it's led by them you know oh, so oh, they, yeah. they have astronomy clubs they have you know math clubs they have uh, creative writing clubs they have uh, drawing clubs you know they have language clubs and they are run by the students <laughs> absolutely wonderful you know and, and and letting them share these things and using that creativity and their knowledge you know you i never get you know i, I never cease to be surprised by just what my grandson comes out with it's like where did that one come from yes. you know he, he he said to me one day he said um he said papa do you know he said um you don't really know me and i went what what do you mean jack he said well how can you you don't live with me 24 hours a day seven days a week so how can you really know me and i thought he was about six or seven at the time and i thought how profound is that exactly and you know here steve you are mentioning something very important and this is also part of school beyond limitations we are a space where we actually look at our students not as empty containers that mm. have to be filled with information we look at our students as as knowing beings yes because this wisdom 
that your grandson was actually sharing with you? How do you know? I mean, it's striking, right? It's, it's really striking. It is. Yeah, he stopped me and like, you know, I, I, I looked at him like, what? Initially, but then I went, well, how profound. Yes. How, how well, I, I share now something uh, with you that happened also in our setting yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. I, I also um, meet regularly, you know, with the students as far as I can, of course. And yesterday I had a meeting with one of the students and um, this student, you know, um, she, she was mentioning to me, you know, in order to feel well uh, as a person, you need to. You, she's 12, right? Mm -hmm. You need to feel well anywhere you are and you live. Oh, so there's well. no point. She said there's no point of, of escaping a place that you may not like and go in a, into another place because you think you are better off there. Doesn't make sense because first you need to understand you and you need to love you and you need to feel well where you are wherever you are 12 years is that wonderful? how wonderful is that you know go go and speak to some older people that go if only i lived in this part of the world i'd be better you know really you yeah. know no exactly. so you know look look inwards look inwards and and, exactly. and be happy where you are in that moment it's how wonderful is that and how profound is that exactly and this is you know also uh, something uh, when i'm talking about holistic education when i'm talking about personal development this is the dna so to say of school beyond limitations that we actually open the space of of the students that they hold within because if if they feel if they appreciate the beauty of of themselves right yes then yeah. then then they are ready to open up towards whatever is is around them as well and then they also open up towards contributing to life of 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 others you know so it's really about self discovery and interestingly enough as you rightly said your your grandson he knows you know and we say our as a child we know I, as a child, at, at the age of five, I knew what I wanted to do in my life. It mm -hmm. was clear. And yes. I wanted to do exactly this. Yeah. You know? and, and, there, and there we are generally as adults going, well, what makes you think you can do that then? Yeah, exactly. generally, generally, you know, you know, I was sharing a story this morning, uh, uh, Martina, about um, my, my daughter when she was at school. Um, she was told, uh, basically, um, she was hopeless at maths. That's what she was told. And, and it went through a whole life. Um, anyway, she was working in London and she started a little cupcake business. Okay. And I was down in London working down there. And she said, can you come and stay with me, dad? Because I need some help. Because, you know, I'm hopeless at maths. I went, okay. So I went down and she was basically wanting to work some costings out about the, to cost the cupcakes properly. And we put a little spreadsheet together and we did this and how many can get through the oven, all ingredients. And I deliberately made a mistake on the spreadsheet for her. And I went, I'll just go make a cup of tea, a cup of coffee. I'll come back. You just check those through for us. And she came back and she went, Oi, Dad, this is not right. You've made a really big mistake here. And my, I just went, I thought you were hopeless. And she wasn't hopeless at all. But that conditioning had gone yes. in instead of, working with her and thinking okay what creative thing have we got here how can we help how can we support 
Exactly, exactly. And then, you know, I always say there's no such thing that somebody is not good at something. Mm. Maybe I may not be interested in going beyond. Maybe I know one. I don't want to study mathematics at highest levels, maybe, you know. Yes. But I'm always saying, first of all, mathematics is a wonderful creative language out there. Mm -hmm. And it's part of life. And we find mathematics anywhere. That's and 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 we also had such such a fascinating story that you shared with me. Thank you because I can also um, you know share with you countless stories of students who really came within into our context with this kind of conditioning. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at reading. Yeah. What you are not good at reading? Okay, let's find out. But find you know engaging fun ways so that they learn that there is actually that that's nonsense mm, right yeah find something they're interested in and they'll exactly. read won't they exactly you, you know instead of pushing them down this purely route that we've got to tick this box because we've got to get these yes. rewards for the education system per yes. se What's, yes so, so how in terms of the, how did how did your team come together then uh, well, uh, yes, exactly. I didn't finish uh, my my initial thought. Yeah, in order to bring everything together from a social emotional aspect, right? There is the online. Our online, uh, let's say, um, service is is probably the major education service that we have. Mm -hmm. But embedded in our online meetings, uh, live meetings, of course, we also meet three times per year physically. Okay. So we have offline meetings in different countries for now in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, and these meetings uh, for one week, each meeting, they have a specific purpose. It's based on, of course, getting together, getting to know one another really, you know, Mm -hmm. physically and and establishing a, a very 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 strong relationship with one another so we actually launch our each of our school years through a residential week so okay. that the students already get to know them uh, among themselves and also their their teacher mentors their their learning and development facilitators and another aspect about this offline learning is experiential project based learning so that they always dedicate you know their time specifically on a specific project that's relevant for that location we are going to for instance we went to spain southern spain mm -hmm. murcia which is a very dry area uh, no mercy very well ah, lots, you know of, lots of fruit and veg grown in mercy exactly yes. and this is what we did actually we did work uh, in the fields we found out how to do how to uh, deal with the irrigation system they designed the irrigation system so they, 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 they learned a lot how to, you know, dwell in, in, in a context where there is water, but underground and how mm -hmm. to utilize it. Right. Yeah. So uh, then one week we went uh, to Vienna and our focus was, was music. So they created their own musical 
performances, you know, um, at the at the University of Music, and 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 they also uh, went to the opera and and talked to uh, behind the scenes and behind the stages, you know, talked to the singers, talked to the to the director of music, so that they got an understanding. What does it mean to actually really become a musician or uh, somebody who works in the field of music? At one week we went to Finland, you know, so uh, in, into the wild, uh, you know, in the wild wilderness. So it's not wilderness as such. Of course, they, we were in the cabins and the students learned how to how to live life without digital digital oh, devices, wow. right? Yeah. You know what, Martin? I think I'm going to come back to school and come back to your school. This sounds absolutely, <laughs> absolutely awesome. And uh, just picking up on what you say there, just you know, uh, you know, around the Mercier experience, the Vienna, and all those things now, because when you, you know, let's just use the Vienna one for an example. When they get really involved and immersed in something like that. They, they will they'll become aware, won't they, that of the work that goes into making something happen? Because again, we live in we live in a world at the minute where a lot of young people, you know, I, I work as a as, as as a coach, and a lot of young people, they're, they're looking, they think the world's an instant gratification. That that they they just wake up one day and they're a pop star. You know, they, they don't see the the learning experience that that's needed. You know, and. You know, they, they think that, you know, some of the guys and girls that we've got on the radio, they think they've just appeared on the radio. No, they've learned their skill. Yes, absolutely. Over time, they've had ups and downs. They've had good times. They've had bad times. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's about this resilience as well, this mm. understanding keep going, you know, and that's why this infu infusing, uh, uh, this infusion of positivity all the time, you know, is also important so that the students understand it's not a given. You, 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 you may want to walk your talk yourself, yeah? You have to experience it, of course, and we do not judge, you know? It's also a, it's, it's, it's a space of, of uh, non-judgments. We don't grade mm. our students, for instance. It's all based on feedback, on reflection, and so forth. And that doesn't mean that they do not uh, have any learning outcomes as such, in, on mm. the contrary. But they they learn that it's all you know. You have to go step by step. Take it step by step. For instance, we also have a few students this year. They came up and they said, "We have an idea. We would like to um, create our own company, mm -hmm. our own clothing company, right?" Yeah. So we are supporting them and mentoring them towards that. And at the moment. They are undergoing, you know, branding courses, everything that's needed to open a company. And at the moment, they are designing their logo. They already know how how they want to, you know, interact with the audience. So they will be going on TikTok. But they realize, listen, TikTok is not you go there once. You have to educate. You know, you have to do that uh, constantly, continually. Yeah. You repeat, know, repeat, repeat, repeatedly. Repeat. Yes, exactly. You just jogged my memory there. I, I, I went into a school over in our part of the world and um, it, it was a normal school, um, uh, but they had a number of pupils with um, sort of learning disabilities and challenges. Uh, and a group of us went in and that day, because you just jogged my memory then, we went in and their task was to create a cupcake company. Now, 
all these young people that in the mainstream school were struggling absolutely blew us away. The branding, the packaging, the idea of how they market it. Um, and, you know, the end of one of the sessions where they were in teams and we said, would anybody like to talk about their project and why they came up with the idea and the name? They couldn't wait to get up and talk about it. Yet in the mainstream, they'd be in their lessons and they'd be like, well, this is not really right. engaging me. Right, exactly. And that's it, right? We mm. That's, again, bringing us back to this kind of, you know, um, a systematic approach you know where yeah. we categorize we have learned to categorize into uh, and separate you know also individuals according to their age their abilities or disabilities their interests you know and mm. so forth but what if we just approached it from a completely different angle? angle what if we just looked at each individual as a unique individual you know, and we would, uh, like Sir Ken Robinson always said, you know, there's always the little essence. And this is the blueprint also of School Beyond Limitations. Our blueprint is, in all we do, we believe in the power of education in bringing out the real and unique essence of each individual, of each human being. So wow. there's, there's an essence within each of us, right? Whether we are adult people, whether we are young people. And as you rightly said, you know, they, they were thrilled because they could engage in something that they were really in, in, in enthusiastic about. And, and if, if, if I create or allow, I don't even have to create, I can allow the space to just open up towards something like that and not fear because mm. what is what is the counterpart of, of of systematic thinking is fear right i fear that a student if the student is not reaching that specific level at age seven or at age eight then this person will not get there and that's nonsense nonsense you know it's nonsense because just, this person will get there. You just mentioned it uh, about your daughter before, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's just nonsense. And it's going back to what you said around, again, around, you know, the, the, the repetition and thing. There's um, the third phrase that I, it's the simple steps taken consistently over time that move you in the right direction. There's a great book by Jeff Olson called The Slight Edge, which is all about that. And it explains in the book again, how many people are looking for that big quantum leap. I want to go from here to there. Well, no. There's a, there's, a, there's a journey, there's a journey where we go when we learn um, yes. and, and, and that resilience thing, you know, so sometimes we don't just get where we want to be in that result. So what have we learned from that? How can we, how can we change? What can we adapt? Does it mean to say, I never use the word failure when I'm working with people. I just say, you've not achieved the result that you want because we just can adapt and change, you know? And as long as you keep that resilience and that encouragement, and as long as there's that interest there, and then drive, they'll get there. Yes, absolutely. And also another aspect, which uh, according to my experience and, and findings so far is extremely important is this aspect of, 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 of going into a space of not being judgmental all mm. the time, right? I mean, if I just look at the experience as, as a learning experience and I wouldn't categorize it 
again as bad and good you know and if i were to see the outcome maybe it's not the outcome i expected but the expectation again mm -hmm. sometimes puts me already into a fixed mindset while if i just leave this space open maybe something better is awaiting me yeah you know have we, got, maybe... have, we got, have we got a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and who's putting yes. the expectation in the mindset anyway Yes. Who, whose expectation is it? Is it somebody else's putting that expectation in? Yeah. There's lots of things going on around there. And it, I'll just share this with you as well, because I was um, I was doing a talk with somebody the, the other day and they said to me, um, uh, Steve, have you go, would you like to share something that inspires you? And I went, yeah, I'd love to. And, um, and, I, and I picked up a wonky carrot, <laughs> would you believe? And they went, what on earth? Where are you going with this? And I went, look, you see this wonky carrot? This wonky carrot tastes as good as a really carrot that's made to specification or grown to spec. It's, it's nutrition as well. So why don't we just celebrate imperfection? Because life is not perfect. Yes. And don't wait for things to be perfect before you start. They never, you will never get there striving for perfection or pursuing perfection. It will all be, as, be ahead of you. Just, just go with what you've got. and enjoy the journey and it'll develop absolutely it'll evolve absolutely the only thing i would say here right because i always uh, had um the same approach or the same thinking behind uh, you will never be perfect right or you, uh, life is not perfect what instead if it were perfect just the way it is <laughs> but exactly but that's 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 what i'm yes really just yeah. it is you are what you yeah. are aren't you yeah exactly you know? so exactly. again coming back to your point in that present moment in the moment you're in you are what you are celebrate celebrate that moment exactly so yeah so so i love that so look how can people find out more about you and get get involved with this wonderful thing then well, uh, Steve, uh, thank you for giving this uh, me this space. Uh, we are uh, always open for students, of course, but we are also open for wonderful professionals. So okay. we are always also uh, looking for highly qualified professionals and teachers uh, in primary school. We also open primary school now and in secondary school. And what we are looking for is teachers uh with the focus on humanities and literature okay or sciences and math right mm -hmm. so that they feel strong but that they see themselves as facilitators of the students learning and and development and not just as because of course they need to be very prepared with regards to the content as well right mm -hmm. because uh, eventually if a student wants to undertake igcses and a levels that's what their, uh, you know, task mm. is also, they also need to do that. So uh, they find out about us on uh, our website, uh, which is actually under school minus beyond minus limitations.com. Yeah. And uh, there they find all uh, the relevant information. And there is also the possibility of getting in touch with, with us either as a teacher you know, uh, they can apply there or also as a student just by uh, filling in the application form. And the application form is is actually there for us to have an understanding in the first place um, 
um, about the student who may be joining us. It's mm -hmm. not already, you know, now you apply and you have to go with that, uh, with that solution. It's our first step, so to say. And I would also like to emphasize that we really look very carefully at the personality of our students as well. And we use uh, strategies such as uh, human design that allow us to really understand which kind of uh, yeah, uh, personalities behind the surface of, of, of a human being. And wow. that's fascinating. <laughs> well, look, Martin, let's give us that website again then. Yes, school-beyond-limitations.com. Wow. Well, look, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. It's so refreshing. And I'm sure there must be teachers out there that are going, wow, I need to be part of this. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the nice thing, Steve, about us is that the teachers can really sit wherever they are. Mm. Because if they are located in Great Britain, they can be in Great Britain. But they can also be located in Spain. They can be located. Our teachers are ranging in our time zone because we cater for time zones up to minus seven, plus seven hours to the to the east. Yeah. And uh, one of our teachers is in Shanghai. Others are in Greece. The others are in Spain. We are in Poland, in Switzerland, in 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 different part, parts of the world. Uh, parts of the world. Absolutely wonderful. How the world has changed, eh? Okay. It has. Absolutely wonderful. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. And uh, whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, have a wonderful one. Thank you, Steve, for the invitation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining me on this week's Glass Half Full podcast. If you'd like to join me as a guest, then why not get in touch? You can email me at steve at stevetwynham.com. And also, if you're looking for a radio station that is that little bit different, that brings you all about well-being and happiness and personal development and great music too, uh, then check out Yawa Radio. That's Yawa spelt Y-O-W-A-H dot co dot UK. Check out Yawa Radio, bringing that feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. So once again, thank you for joining me on today's Glass Half Full podcast. It is produced and presented by myself, Steve Twynham, and copyright applies. And whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, have the best day you possibly can. <laughs>